You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Hi, guys, and welcome to this week's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that I see many of my clients struggle with and not struggle with. Sometimes they thrive on it. And that's really what I want to talk about. And that's being an introvert in a very, very extroverted online world and how to deal with that. And so I brought a specialist in to help with that. So I'm here with Marielle Franca, who helps introverted entrepreneurs really thrive in a way that feels good to them in business, because we're all different and how we do things is different. So welcome to the podcast, Mariella. Hi, Lisa. Thank you. So nice to have you here. So I want to talk a little bit about why you even decided that this was going to be the thing that you do. So when you grew up, you knew very early on you were an introvert, you, you weren't very extroverted, and you got your energy from yourself. Tell us a bit about that. Well, actually, the funny thing is I didn't know I was growing ah, okay. up. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot. Growing up, I just kind of felt I was a bit different. I noticed I was a bit more quiet than other people. They really liked to hang out together. And I preferred to be a bit on the sidelines, sometimes not there at all, at home with a book. <laughs> you get what I mean? So I noticed those type of things. And there were also moments when I got the feeling that it wasn't okay be like that you know the little things that people would say like oh don't be so shy you know there's a lot of misconceptions that um when you're quiet you have to be automatically you have to be shy which isn't true at all it's not for everyone and in my case it made me feel like the way that i felt that i i was good to me the things that felt good to me were not okay yeah it was that because yeah, where you grew up, it's very family orientated. It's, you know, it's kind of relaxed and lots of like big family, like lunches and that kind of thing. Do you think that played a part in you feeling like this? Mm, that's a very interesting question. So I grew up in the interior of South America and South and it's very, indeed, very warm culture. People are always coming by, popping in, unexpected, unannounced. <laughs> Uh, which is very fun, of course. But as you can imagine, for someone who is, uh, well, uh, who likes to be a bit on the background and who is sometimes drained by a lot of social interactions, that was also a little bit difficult. So in my family, my direct family, it wasn't an issue because my mother's also introverted. So she kind of set that example. She would just um, excuse herself. She would just not be part of all of the celebrations. And that kind of gave me that example. Okay, you can still navigate this in a way that you also feel good about. But when I would go outside class or um, with friends, then these little things would pop up. I don't just sit with the rest of the group, and it was so it was kind of a mix of things, uh, which made me uh, made it very difficult. I didn't really understand what yeah. was going on and what was expected, and yeah, it was uh, it made it quite um, a little bit. Of, and when you started in the business world, especially in the online world, which is 
I think sometimes it's really hard as an introvert in the online world. There are ways around it. I was, we were just talking before about some brilliant mentors that I've had who are really introverted and yet they're seen, you know, they're visible, they're doing all of the things, but in their way that feels good to them. You know, like for instance, we were just talking about how I have been on retreats with my introverted mentors before and they would do their bit that they needed to do and then they would completely be on their own they would go back to the room be on their own because they find it really difficult to be around people for a really long period of time they find it really tiring and really draining and that's not a bad thing you know it's just a different way of being so when you started in business we worried about how that would work Mm. I think you exactly mentioned the key is that you kind of have to understand how it is that you work best. And you just give yourself permission to do that, create space for it. Because for a long time, I didn't really know that. I didn't know that I needed to take time by myself, that I really needed quiet time. It's really an essential part of how introverts uh, process stimuli and how, how our brain works. When you don't do that, you really, you cross your own boundaries very quickly and you bring yourself. It leads to things like very, like, um, burnout or anxiety. I have a lot of people who struggle with those things that, um, that I work with and in my community. So the key thing is knowing that, realizing. And I think these examples, uh, like your mentor that you mentioned, seeing examples of people who are like that and still doing it in a way that works for them, that is something that I didn't have a lot growing up. And now that I'm in the online uh, world, I, I, I'm actually purposely looking for those examples because I know they exist. <laughs> the problem is that most of the online world is, um, actually most of the, the Western world, is in some sense held to a more extroverted standard, so to, so, to say, so to speak. And that can kind of make us feel like that is the only way to do things. Yeah. I think you're right. And I think that, I'm, you know, I'm a, what they call an introverted extrovert. So I'm an extrovert most of the time and I do get my energy from groups of people, but I will get to a point where I have to just cut everything off and be on my own. And I can really feel it. Like I need to be on my own to conserve my energy. And then I'm fine again. Like even after, you know, 20 minutes, I'm fine again. I can go back, back out there. But I do feel like in the online space, you're you know, we talk about things like networking all the time, about going to these places where you're just supposed to be able to walk into a room and, and be confident enough to talk to everybody. And for an introvert, I can't imagine like a true introvert that really gets their energy from them from being on their own rather than being with people. And actually they their energy feels depleted when they're with people. I think that must be so hard because we don't even think about it. I think it's getting more important to think about different ways that people process things and different ways that people use their energy. And I think that's happening more and more in businesses. So I think that's a great thing. Over the last two years, I've seen so many people talk about different ways that people are and businesses are accounting for them. But as a business owner, what can we do to help those clients that are more introverted? Yeah, so uh, walking into a room full of people, that that's not for everyone, no. <laughs> but it's not to say that that would drain every introvert, for example. Yeah. Yes, most introverts do lose more energy when they interact with other people. But given the right circumstances and the right tools, kind of systems, the right mindset going in, 
you can actually kind of take away a lot of that and make it much more supportive uh, situation. And there are uh, great examples of introverted people who are public speaker, speakers or inspirational speakers who stand in front of crowds of thousands of, of people. Like, um, they can still do that, creating the circumstances in that moment. And if they know, okay, once I've done this thing, maybe I need to take some time alone. Like yeah. you said, you, 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 then even if it's 20 minutes for you, you're fine. Some people need longer time. Yeah. I, for example, sometimes need an entire day to kind of get back, to get my energy levels back. So it's knowing, kind of discovering what you need in different situations and creating systems for yourself to allow that to happen. And I think some of that is about boundaries because often when we have clients and we're, you know, we have suppliers, we have people that we're working with, collaborating with, we just do what we think is the done thing. And, you know, having boundaries in place, for instance, I'm, I'm the same on a retreat. If I'm with people for four days, nonstop, day and night, my energy is really, really suffers. And actually my health suffers with it too. But I used to think that's what I had to do. Like they were there for me. So I had to be there every second of every day. And then I realized that that wasn't right. And that actually what I could do is I could be there for the bits I need to be there for. And then I could retreat back on, you know, in my own company and be able to have smaller meetings, maybe with one-to-one type meetings or with my you know, members of my staff and that kind of thing. And it made everything much better. And it actually made it better for the clients too, because I was on top form the next day and, you know, I was able to help them more than feeling drained. And so I think sometimes if you put those boundaries in place and yeah, with all boundaries, you're always going to get people that don't respect them or or don't like that you've got them or don't understand them but it's actually up to us to put boundaries in place and to meet you know to help people have expectations of what is going to happen and what isn't going to happen and most people I've found are absolutely fine as long as they know those expectations yes I love that yeah exactly because I hear that you you gave yourself permission in a way to kind of set those boundaries because that's the first thing we always think oh, the way that person does it, that's the best way to do it. And we feel pressure to always be on, always be active, always be on social, always be, you know, all these things that we constantly have to do. And giving yourself permission to say, no, this is what works best for me. And this is how I'm going to do it. And then having those systems in place, like you, like you also mentioned, setting boundaries, basically one of those kind of, I call those type of things, systems for yourself to, um, to know where you're, like this is as far as I'm going and not further and when people cross those boundaries well that will happen and you still have to decide that this is the best for me but also for the people that I'm serving yeah it is about that and I think that I fell into the trap I think early on in business of thinking that being consistent on social media meant being constantly (laughs) on social media and I think that for for extroverts they love social media they love crowds and it's you know I can totally see how when I'm in a more extroverted frame of mind it it gives me energy knowing there's all these people and we're all connected and we can all be helping each other all the time and there's big crowds and that's why I have a group of 14,000 people but when I'm not when I'm definitely in more of a my introverted space 
that social media can be awful. <laughs> it can be the thing that harms me the most because it feels like you can't get away from the energy of all of these other people. And actually, you you even when you stop working, it's all still there and the people are still there and you're still expected to show up all the time, every day, even when you're not feeling it. And then I realized probably only about a year ago that it doesn't have to be that way and that consistent doesn't mean constant it just means if you're going to consistently go there once a week you consistently go there once a week it doesn't mean consistently every 20 minutes <laughs> so yes, exactly yeah beautiful I remember seeing posts uh, from you about that <laughs> when you uh, were talking about that I, I still recognize that it's something that a lot of people in my uh, group struggle with it's something that I struggle with managing and yeah consistent exactly consistently doesn't mean always yeah, and we have to give ourselves a bit of a break, don't we? Because I think that just because other people are doing things a certain way and, and showing up all the time doesn't mean that we have to. And it doesn't have to be um, detrimental to our business. I wrote a post yesterday, actually, where I decided since January, the beginning of January, that one of the things I was going to do this year is only be on social media for half an hour a day. So I might be you know, answering people's questions in my groups, or I might go on to do a, a quick two minute live or something like that. Other than Instagram stories, which I don't even think of as social media, it just is part of my day now. But like with Facebook, I didn't want to be on it constantly because it was draining me. And I worried about what the effect that would have on revenue, on visibility, on people remembering I existed. And actually, there are so many things that you can put in place. That means you don't have to be there all the time. And it's made no difference to like, people are still telling me, God, you're always everywhere. And I'm not everywhere. And that's a great thing, like that people think I am. And I'm not, I've just put a few things in place to make it look like I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you persist those. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, systems yeah. are a thing, I think. And I think for introverts, systems are, are a great tool to be able to use to mean that you do manage your energy in a better way. Yes, exactly. Because energy management, that is like the main topic uh, for introverts and people who are also sensitive to community. And it's one of the things that we forget about a lot of times. Yeah. And even now, um, working from home, we're, our, our reality has shifted from outside to online. And it's made things worse <laughs> in yeah, a way. You'd think that would make it better, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would, you would. Somewhere you kind of expect that. But no, it's made things worse because it, it, online never sleeps. It's always there. Yeah. So the, the responsibility has, has come even more kind of to us to, to set those boundaries. Um, and to, but it starts with discovering it. I think um, I followed you for a while and I've seen, uh, I also see that you're, you're, exploring things you're trying out new things you're discovering what fits uh, with me in my lifestyle right now because that obviously also changes and those are the things that we sometimes also forget we think oh this is how I've done it before I should also be able to do that now but it may not be what your lifestyle requires and what you need at the moment yeah, it's well, okay yeah it's okay to change things, isn't it? And it's okay to go with it. You know, at the, in the first year of my business, I was kind of there all the time. I was slightly obsessed with my business. And so I was constantly on kind of thing, but I am in a different, and, and I think the same goes, not just for introverts, 
or extroverts. I think it's just people in general. We change and our lifestyles change. You know, I have kids with me most of the time now, so I can't be doing the things I was doing before. And it's okay to do that. I think that as long as you take your audience on a journey with you, it can be really empowering for your audience to see that actually you don't have to do things the same way as everybody else. And one of the things I take upon my shoulders is the responsibility I have having a platform to not show people that it has to be done one way because otherwise it can it can really harm whole groups of people who think, well, I can't do what she's doing in this way. So by doing different things, I'm showing others that you can do you can do it a different way and you know this has worked for me like having time off I'm a big believer in having like I'm a better leader if I have space away from everything Mm. and so you know I do take the whole of the summer off I hope take the whole of December off and I wanted to show people you can do that and still have a thriving business if you put the systems and the tools in place first to be able to do it and um, people say to me every day I never thought I could do that and now I realize I can, because if you can, I can do it. And I think that what you do is exactly the same. As an introvert, you are showing people that actually I'm an introvert and I have a business and I thrive in what I'm doing and I enjoy what I'm doing because I've put systems and tools in place that allow me to still do things in my way. And by doing that, you're showing so many other people that they can too. And I think that's so important. So What's next for you? You're going to continue helping people who are introverts thrive in their businesses and set things up that are right for them. And what what kind of things do you have planned for the next year? (laughs) Well, that's a great question. Yeah, I'm um, exploring some things. I'm also shifting, as you know, uh, probably. It is an exploration process, and I'm still uh, very in the beginning of my new business, my coaching business. So this year, I'm going to uh, be giving a lot of free masterclasses on different topics, things that you need uh, to be naturally productive. So to just go through that discovery process because it is a different process for all of us. There is no cookie cutter. So just, and for most people who are sensitive to stimuli, small steps are the best way to approach this exploration. And that's what I, I take people through and I, I help them discover. So if people want to get in touch with you or just come and follow you, where's the best place to do that? So uh, they can go to my website, uh, thefrankermessage.com and sign up for my mailing list. That's the easiest way to uh, get to know me a little bit and to see if what I do resonates with you. Uh, But I'm also on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. Brilliant. And we'll put those links in the show notes as well for you guys, if you want to go and follow Mariella. Well, thank you for being here. It's so good to know there are different ways of doing businesses. There is no cookie cutter. Everybody has a space here, I think, on the online world and can do things their way and still thrive. And you're showing that people can do that. So thank you for being here. Uh, Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. No worries. And thanks guys for listening. I will be back next week with a new episode for you. Until then, have a great day, whatever it is that you're doing. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.